Have we all reeled some big lines? Oh, God, I miss cocaine. I do not. <laughs> I do not, sir. <laughs> I do not. I do not. I do not. Seth will Glad have to it's in the past. Obviously. I'm, yeah. <laughs> it's in the past. He's got, he's got Christian folks that will be listening to this. Yeah, there's going to be people out there. I, I will be honest. I will be honest. Um, all right. Are we ready? This is it. Let's this go. It. Yeah, we're, we're going to... We're about six. No, wait a minute. It's twenty five. We said twenty five. We said twenty four for the last one, but it's twenty five. Oh, was it? It's, then this is twenty six. No, because we already recorded twenty six. It's twenty seven. No way! Holy yeah, shit! I, I can't believe it. They grow up so fast. They do. All right, here we go. On your mark, <clears throat> get set. <laughs> <laughs> where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule. Ridicule. <laughs> public ridicule until now. And I am for the 27th? 20, we just went through this. 27. 27th time. Yeah. I am Mark. How are you? I, well, I'm, I'm with Seth. Yes. How are you, Seth? I am Seth. I am here. I am you. You are he. Uh, he is, I am uh, we, we, we are me. And we are what here you together. Are. Uh, what were you thinking? Different songs. That's fine. They're both good. You guys are so cute. Uh, and we are here, of course, with John Caposo. How are you, John? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's he walked an absolute in on his honor. Yes, 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 we we appreciate your presence. I am. I I really. I'm not saying this because you're my friend. I am a big big fan of this podcast so i'm very excited to be here thank you thank again. you, you thank are you. one in a declining number of people listening to the podcast regularly so yeah we that, appreciate that that makes me really sad man i look forward to it every week yeah, it's, it makes, it's great it's uh it's an interesting thing i don't know if it's just that the concept is old or if uh we've offended people we might by have, doing yeah. some of the terrible where people just feel uh every every episode probably could come with a trigger warning uh, such as <laughs> take a chance on me. Take and, a chance. Take a ticket. Take a chance. Um, I'm sure that else. at some point somebody that was listening to this thing uttered the words "fuck those guys." Yeah, probably. yeah. At this point, but, it had to have. But happened. it's not like you guys wrote the songs. You're just doing a social commentary. I know. And, <laughs> I mean, so I don't understand why I would hate be, you for that. It might also just be a, a case of people wanting to be able to still listen to these songs and love them, and when we spoil them for them. Uh, they're just like, oh, well, it's just easier not knowing. Fuck those know? guys. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Why are they awakening us to uh, yeah. to the lyrics of the song? I enjoyed that, and they're just pulling the pants down on it and making it, um, exposing it for all its ugliness. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say, I'm going to go ahead and call it now. I think this episode is going to probably be the least offensive, um, possibly. One of the most... Uh, uh, it has subject matter that's questionable, not not horrific, but definitely no. questionable. But one of the least offensive, like yeah, like you said, I think of all the ones that what what a strange dichotomy, indeed. Yes, um, and it is a song that one of us has a little more knowledge about. We had to bring in an expert. <laughs> so, you, so you bought your old Uncle Johnny on the podcast to talk about the old booger sugar, huh? The old right. stripper salt. I think you just gave it away. The song we're covering is cocaine. Cocaine, yes. Cocaine. No, no rhinestones today. Mm-mm. We are only talking about cocaine. Um, Eric Clapton's Eric, cocaine. Well, 
Yes. J.J. Kale's cocaine. Yes, correct. He did. J.J. Kale's cocaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the J.J. Kale version, very, very similar to um, Eric Clapton's mm-hmm. uh, version. And Eric Clapton just kind of went and said, I'm going to take this. Thank you very much. This I is mean, mine now. But let, My guitar. He shugnighted this song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, uh, he did take J.J. Kale and hang him upside down by his uh, uh, by his ankles. By his <laughs> and said... Whose song is it? That's brilliant. It's your song. Said, your song. Exactly. <laughs> As if Eric Clapton could hold anything up uh, except for a no, not for addiction. long. He looks like a big weakling, man. He does. He does. Yeah. He is. He is. But very not weak. so weak that he can't shake uh, shake another musician down for their song, which he did. We all recognize this song when we hear it as an Eric Clapton song. Correct. He demoed no, the yeah. fuck out of this song. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he did. Uh, 1977 album Slow Hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.J. Kale's version of Cocaine was the number one hit in New Orleans, or New Zealand, sorry. New Orleans. <laughs> we had New, New Orleans. Probably New was, yeah. Uh, for a single week. Became no, the second, wow. uh, seventh best sing- selling single. It's a lot of words that sound alike. Um, in 1977. Eric Clapton's version uh, produced by Glenn Johns. Well, I, I just have to say, why does that not shock me about them, about New Zealand putting the J.J. Kale version at number one? Yeah, I don't know. They have they have a there's like a whole different musical order over there that they just they just recognize things right off the bat uh, differently than we do. You know, as far as authenticity, where things come from, you know, the way it's going to sound as opposed to who's doing it. You know, that they're it, New New Zealand and Australia are just really different places when it comes to popular music. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, yeah. So. We've got um, we've got JJ Kale recording this version, and it doing very well in what was basically the I don't want to say anything bad about New Zealand. No, South Pacific. In that area. Yeah. No. No. But, no. Um, I mean, I love I I love New Zealand. I love a lot of things that come. I'm a huge uh, Chris Knox fan. Uh, I I I think that they have that they have. There's a whole different level of fandom down there. I really yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of interesting. Uh, the live version for of Cocaine from the album Just One Night charted on the billboard uh, hot 100 uh as the b-side of tulsa time um the kale version oh no no, no. i'm sorry officer uh, the clapton version yeah um that's uh, cocaine was one of several of kale's songs re- uh, re-recorded by clapton including after midnight mm-hmm. yep and traveling light after um, midnight not a bad song in my opinion i like that song no it was a great song yeah, yeah yeah uh they're gonna let it all hang out yeah um the solo in it that he put in it is a, is a superlative solo in 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 Clapton canon, in my opinion. Yeah, let's yeah. talk for a minute about uh, what a piece of shit Eric Clapton is. Yeah, go um, ahead. Let's do that. Wildly racist at times. <laughs> um, a follower of Enoch Powell. Yes. Yes. Um, and was known for a rant in which he was very high on possibly cocaine or drunk, uh, screaming about wogs, which is a derogatory term for black people in England. That's true. Oh, boy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eric Clapton described cocaine as an anti-drug song intended to warn listeners about its addictiveness and deadliness. He called the song quite cleverly anti-cocaine. This is a quote from him. Mm, I don't know. It's no good to write a deliberate anti-drug song and hope it will catch. Because the general thing is that people will be upset by that. It would disturb them to have someone else shoving something down their throat. So the best thing to do is offer something that seems ambiguous. That on study or on reflection actually can be seen to be anti. Which the song Cocaine is actually an anti-cocaine song. If you study it or look at it with a little bit of thought, 
from a distance or as it goes by. It just sounds like a song about cocaine, but actually, it is quite cleverly anti-cocaine. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Go okay, ahead. show me. Yeah. Show me, because I don't... I, 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 I read the lyrics of this song, and I listen to this song, and I don't think that there's anything anti-drug about this song, so I'm going to call bullshit on that. I think that that's somebody in the uh, PR spotlight, public relations spotlight, who's trying to backtrack on a song that was very pro-drug. <laughs> I maybe... I think that there is probably a level of ambiguity to it, like he's speaking of. You know, it's like it's not saying don't do cocaine or cocaine is great. There is a level of ambiguity to it. However, um, you know, it's not his song. Somebody else wrote it. That's the first thing. And and two, and two. That's the that is the first thing. And two, um, he is coming. I think by slow hand, he had come out of. You know, the drug crazed early 70s, you know, Derek and the Domino's era when he's doing heroin and cocaine every single day. I think he had come out of that, but was still playing to a crowd that very much was involved. And that's, you know, and to, and to, and, and, and he's also probably speaking at a time when not everybody is going to read. You know, not every single one of his fans is going to read. It's not the the internet didn't exist by then, so it's not going to get out to everybody immediately that oh, he has this ambiguity or ambiguous drug song that he's saying is anti drug. I I think it's just like you said, all part of a PR campaign. Yeah, it's, it's just kinda, it's just talking about it. It's just talking about it. Well, the the other thing I I thought was weird about this this song was recorded in 1977. Some around there, yeah. This is like the at the very very beginning of cocaine culture, like. In America, I don't. I can't talk about you know England and stuff like that. I don't know. Right. But cocaine really didn't come here until the late seventies, and it blossomed in the early eighties. That was the big boom for Americans' use of it, the drug. It um it was here in the early seventies. Oh, it was definitely here. Right. It was in the United States. It did not have the prestige factor to it. You know, Woody Allen didn't put it into a movie. Until, you know, until in, in Annie Hall, you know, it didn't that didn't happen until the late 70s, early 80s. Early You're 80s, right about yeah. that. Um, that was when it really kind of took off. But I think I, I'm not exactly 100 percent sure, but I think this might have been where he's trying to 77 might have been the point at which he's trying to straighten up his life. Right. And you you're know. right. Uh, this is him coming off of heroin addiction. Right. And him replacing that. With alcohol and, and yeah. with cocaine. Okay, there you go. And um, that's what a lot of reports say. So what a great time to put out a song. To capitalize. Called Cocaine, but yeah. say it's an anti-cocaine song? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, like like you mentioned, I think J.J. Kale would have to be the one talking about whether or not it's a, a, a pro or anti-cocaine song. Right, right, right. I don't know about J.J. Kale's history with cocaine, but... I'm sure he probably smelled it a couple times. I'm right. sure he. Yeah. I'm, uh, at, at I'm sure he point, dabbled at him the very being least. of the Tulsa guys. You know, um, he also. I, and I think there's somewhere that I wrote that he said that he wrote this song to go along with the whole Mose Allison sound. Do you guys know who Mose Allison is? No. He was like a an, an old blues guy um, from a long time ago, um, and I see where he's getting that. I see where it could be. You know, picked up from Mose Allison's style. Um, if you ever heard, um, I think the most famous Mose Allison song ever is it was covered on Live at, Live at Leeds by The Who. 
It's called Young Man Blues. It's fucking great. It's really, really good. Okay. But Mose Allison's awesome. I can see where he picked up, you know, trying to make this song sound like a Mose Allison, Allison shuffle. You know, um, so we got to, you know, give shout out to Mose Allison on this one. Now, as far as the content of the lyrics, which is what we're here for, that's a whole different thing. So my biggest problem with the lyrics is how cheesy and third grade they are. Okay. Um, that was one of the first things that hit me. And then to find out that he was trying to say that this song is an anti-cocaine song, which seemed like, uh, as one of you pointed out, like a PR um, yeah. shuffle to try and make it so the song was okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just stupid. Uh, it's not It's not super offensive. Um, it's just the lyrics are so elementary and... Um, I guess that has more to do with J.J. Kale right. than it has to do with Eric Clapton. But everyone knows the Eric Clapton version more. So. And Eric liked it enough to record it, so shit on Eric. So, And it's funny because he also cut it from his list um, when really? playing it live. Because of its ambiguous message, Clapton did not perform this song in many of his concerts. Over the years, he started adding the lyrics that dirty cocaine mm. in live shows to underline the anti-drug message of the song. It's very funny to me that he's like, if you really think about it, and like that quote that I read earlier, he sounds like he's trying to convince himself, where he's like, it's an actually an anti-cocaine song. If you study it or look at it with a little bit of thought from a distance or as it goes by, <laughs> it's like. Dude, if you have to try that hard to like look at it from a certain angle, it's like one of those memes where you have to look at your phone from the charging port. <laughs> it's like, you know, let's just call it what it is. You're talking about like fucking cocaine making the making your life okay. My problem with the lyrics, I think, is more along the lines of he's trying. Uh, let's let's cut to the chase. JJ Kale's trying to so show some sort of insight into this drug's use right and all of it is just like it's not really that insightful you ever done it you ever been around it these are just things that happen with it there's not a whole lot of insight they're just shit that's just he's just describing shit that happens with it john speak on that yeah yeah uh yeah as we get into the lyrics i'll comment on it there's uh there's a couple little code and slang things going on in this song that I don't know the average person who hasn't, you know, been into the drug world or, you know, been really into coke or addiction. Right. Yeah, well, I've done cocaine zero times. So I, I have a I have a, a I have a distant a distance from this song and these lyrics. I am going to say that I have been in the room with a group of people that were talking about how shitty their lives were for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And um, all of them were hovering around one sort of central focus of the room. I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. Two things I want to say before we get into these lyrics. One, an anti-cocaine song is Master of Puppets. You Correct. want an anti-cocaine song? And Correct. a fucking good That's song. That's fucking anti-cocaine song. And that... And from a fucking band who was doing fucking metal, where... Everyone in the fucking metal scene was fucking snorting Absolutely. coke to play faster and play better. That is an anti-fucking cocaine. Yeah, there is nothing yeah. less than a great fucking song on uh, than, than a great yeah. song on every fucking track on that record. Taste, yes. taste me, you will see. More is all you need. Yes. Now that that is describing co cocaine, the cocaine yeah, absolutely. experience. Cut your breakfast on a mirror. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Pop lyrics your breakfast to it are fucking on a mirror. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's. 
faster. Your life burns faster. Obey your master. Your life burns faster. That's how you write an anti-cocaine song. J.J. Kale, I think J.J. Kale can be kind of uh, distanced from these lyrics to an extent as far as the ridiculousness of trying to say this is an anti-cocaine song. Because I think he was just spitting facts. You don't find anything, I think, online about him being like, oh, it's anti-cocaine. I think he was just like... We're all doing fucking crazy amounts description of description of what, yeah, we we did, yes. Um, and then and then I think Eric Clapton was like, oh shit, uh, no, um, let me backtrack. Uh, it's about <laughs> if you really think of it, really hard at a certain angle, at a glance from a distance, right, from afar across the street, right. If you think of it backwards, and then if you just take the lyrics and you make them into like some kind of anagram. It's an anti-cocaine song, and it's like, uh, okay. If you look yeah, at it sure, long whatever, enough, whatever you, you, stand, there, boss. You, you put your nose up against the painting, and then you slowly back up. You'll really see that it's a... Take these lyrics and pretend like I'm saying them really sarcastically. Right, <laughs> right. Like, the whole song's just a joke, really. The, the other thing I wanted to say is this was produced by Glenn Johns, uh-huh, okay. uh, who's a very, very famous and very, very good yes, producer. Yes, he is. Uh, let's get into the lyrics. Verse 1. If you want to hang out... You've got to take her out. Cocaine. Now. <laughs> I, was waiting how, I was waiting to see now, how long you wanted me to go. Now, now, now right off the bat, I I love in this song that they refer to cocaine as a she or as a her. Right. Because that is something that's true. If you are a white boy to this day and you're going through the hood and you're trying to cope with some cocaine, you don't roll down your window and say... Excuse me, sir. I would like to buy twenty dollars worth of cocaine. You go, hey, you got some girl, twenty twenty dollar girl. Interesting. And then if you want heroin, that's boy. You would say, I need twenty dollar boy. Oh. That's how they. That's kind of their thing, so they know that you're not like a narc. Got it. Or a cop, because you know like these slangs for it. So every time I hear this song, I'm like, okay, so what came first? Was cocaine always referred to as she? Or is it now referred to as she because of this fucking song? Huh, that's interesting. I, and always I also have me. to say, I grew up in a neighborhood where every other block, there was somebody selling it. Right. Um, right near downtown Fort Myers. And I never once heard anyone actually use the word cocaine. Correct. Nobody has ever listening. in my life... Until, not until I went to Jamaica, and when I was in Jamaica, they go, oh, you want that cannabis, you want that girl, you want the weed, you want the weed. And then I was walking past this one spot, and the guy looks and goes, I got that good cocaine. And I'm going, what the hell are you saying, man? Yeah. I've never actually heard anybody use the word cocaine, not once. And I think that's I a always heard. Thing. Have you ever heard this? I always heard, I wasn't going out looking for it, but I always heard, pss, 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 pss. hey, white boy, you straight? Yeah. You straight? You straight, and then I'd look at him and go, I'm straight. And then I got left alone. Right. You know what I mean? And then they leave you alone. And then that was the end of the story. But I never actually heard the word used. You won't. Ever. You won't. In all the years that I grew up there. I think it, I think from a drug dealer's uh, perspective, it comes with the paranoia of you don't know who this person is if you're being recorded. Right. And if you're bought into court and someone says, oh, yeah, I'm looking for a girl, well, that could fucking mean anything i'm looking for that i was girl. just meeting you know somebody that, there from facebook marketplace girl. as opposed to say excuse me sir i would like to purchase a 20 dollars sack of cocaine from you <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's the so judge the judge yeah. hears that and goes well 
what do you got to say about that? And you're like, no. So it's, it's not like in uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where you go, I'd like to buy one Crack Rock. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Did you guys ever watch The Wire? Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Do you guys ever notice that the name of heroin, all the nicknames, like, yo, I got that big yellow bird. Yeah. I got that WMD. One of my favorite parts WMD. about that show is that just like every week you get to hear a different slang term. And some of them are just ridiculous. I heard different slang terms for weed. You got that Elvis. Elvis. You got that Elvis. <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard that for That's weed. I've heard, I've heard That's lots weird. of different ones for weed. Um, yeah, I uh, I would also like to say uh, on the thing of people not saying the word, I was listening to an episode of Action Boys, which is a podcast that I've oh, been yeah. absolutely mainlining. And um, in it, uh, one of them is talking about how he did a, a night or two in, uh, you know, like the tank for people who, you know, whatever, fuck the police tank. or whatever, kind of. And they yeah. had a guy in there that was screaming, all I said was, do you want an ounce? I didn't say a what. Maybe I had fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you, if you want to get down, down on the ground, cocaine. Okay, so let's stop and talk about this before. <laughs> uh, we have a mutual friend, and I'm not going to name her on a podcast, but me okay. and this mutual friend at the Smiling Dog Saloon were, oh, boy. where we're doing some cocaine. You're sure once. narrowing it down. <laughs> and, yeah, well, you know, do, do the math. Um, and uh, she had dropped the bag of cocaine on the ground. And one of the most disturbing things I've seen in my life was this young lady get down on her hands and knees on the bathroom of the Smiling Dog Saloon and snort cocaine off you. of it. So when I oh. hear this song this today, these days, that makes me think of that. Wow. Cocaine and cocaine addicts, if you're really hooked on it, you don't care. You'll be digging it out of carpet. You'll do it off bathroom. You, you just, you don't care. Just, it's ahead. crazy to me. I never really thought of cocaine. I, I mean, I never thought of cocaine as like a good drug or like one of the safer drugs, but... I put, when I when I think of stuff like that, I think of like crack. Yeah, which I know is ostensibly if, uh, the same. There's a movie out there called Jojo Dancer. Your life is calling, and it's about Richard Pryor and his addiction to crack. And there's a scene in the movie where he is crawling on the floor looking for, looking for little bits of, of cocaine, of crack. He's got me on here for a reason. I also freebase crack, heroin, coke. Like, I, I, I've done all that. I've carpet mm. crawled before. It's it's a real thing. But also, just dropping cocaine will have you down on the ground. Just being like, that's, that's mine. I paid for it, and I need to keep this party going. I need to keep this party going. If you have that addictive personality with the drug are you sure she just wasn't checking for proper disinfectants uh, she could have been. Okay. <laughs> just making sure is that what we think is going on here if you want to get down down on the ground do we are we talking about people cleanliness dropping cocaine on the ground and and getting because if you want to get down it sounds like oh like if you want to dance but then down on the ground which i think is <laughs> maybe what he's trying to I say with think... the anti-cocaine like if you want to get down I mean, down on the ground like you're laying down because you did too much cocaine. Right, like you're gonna die. Right. Yeah. No, I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> I always. Take I think. It for I the, still think it's way more likely that you're snorting you know, cocaine off you of get the down. floor of a stinky bathroom. To me, I, whenever I heard "Do you get down," it was always drug referenced. That was me. I mean, it was, right, right, right. The down yeah. on the ground thing is the one that sounds. Maybe they're just saying like really down. I guess so. Uh, she don't lie. She don't lie. She don't lie. I'm glad you were here. 
Cocaine. for that insight. It's, yeah. That's the girl. That's yeah. the girl. You know, I never really looked. Yeah, at that was that. good. I never looked at it. That uh, Cl- Clapton is comparing the use of cocaine to taking a girl out to town in the first verse. In other words, there are things you have to do to satisfy her, and you'll likely get nothing in return. His thoughts answer themselves with cocaine. As the addiction takes hold, what was once a quick high becomes a means of coping with life's problems. The greatest irony is that the user already knows the short and long-term effects of abusing cocaine prior to getting hooked on it, because, as he already stated, she don't lie. I think that is the biggest stretch that's, I that's may have a ever stretch, yeah. read. What? <laughs> on, yeah, it sounds like someone doing coke. <laughs> is this a genius? It is a genius okay, annotation. Yeah, that, 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 is, yeah. that is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how she don't lie. Uh, they think that means the the person already knowing. Um, do we have any interpretation of she don't lie? Nope, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, I, I when I was previously, I thought is she don't like she don't like. She I don't thought like that for cocaine. years too until I read these a couple years ago. I heard that it was she don't like. Yeah. Um, now that would be more anti drug, would it not? She don't like. She don't like. Yeah. She don't like right. Kind of. Yeah. Like, hey, don't do coke because you know your girl don't like it, and if your girl don't like it, you. Causes problems. If mom ain't happy, ain't nobody. That's happy. right. Exactly. Happy wife, happy life. Man, with one word, they could have they could have made this an anti drug song with one one word. Right, and <laughs> and I mean like, but you know the fact that they go cocaine. Yeah, it's like even if you're trying to make it anti, the fact that you go, she don't lie, she don't lie, she don't lie. You drive it home. Boom cocaine. Yeah. It's like if you're sitting there in the fucking you know car or whatever, you just hear someone go. Cocaine. cocaine. Right. It sounds like, like they're going prestige. <laughs> you know? right. yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's, fun it could times. Be a, it could be a jingle. Yes, it it's, is. It's like Brillo. Like you know, <laughs> come get it. Right. Yeah, Starbucks. Uh, tequila. This is like one. This is like one <laughs> step up from the tequila song. Yeah. If you got bad news, you want to kick the blues. Cocaine. Hey, if there is a positive cocaine fucking line in this song. This is probably it. You're right. You're ab- that's exactly what I thought. Hey, you know, shit's going wrong for a little while. What's going to take it away for about 15 minutes? Couple rails. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And it will. Cut me a gorilla finger line of the sweetest, <laughs> right. sweetest stripper salt. <laughs> and let me snort that and forget about all my problems. Just for a little bit. And then they come back in a big way. And it would oh, yeah. be great if he said that later on. Right. But he doesn't. He just That's says, do you have your problems? Yeah. Do cocaine. And it's like, okay. It's like um, Tim Meadows' character in Walk Hard. Where he's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't want nothing to do with this shit. <laughs> you don't want to do anything with this Dewey. It'll make you forget all your problems. Sounds it'll make you good. get down and better dancer. Yeah, it'll make you dance good. It'll make you have sex for hours. It'll make you kick the blues if you got bad news. Really sounds like I want to try some. Yeah, blues and news rhyming is another one of those like shelf self. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, I, you know, JJ, yeah. you're better than this. He is actually. Yeah, JJ is better than he, this. So he I'm really saying, is. Yeah. yeah, he's better than this song. When your day is and done, and you want to ride on, and well. Cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. If it, this is one, it, are where yours is if you want to ride on, right? Yes. Okay. Mine is if you want to run. I always heard ride on. If your day is done and you want to ride on, if there yeah. is something that I saw about this drug, you know, at the few times that I was around it, well, not the few times I'd been around it quite a bit, but the, the, of the people that I had seen and what happens with it, 
come one o'clock in the morning, you're hammered off your ass. This is where it always made its appearance. This mm-hmm. is always where I saw it. You know, somewhere bar adjacent at one or two in the morning where you can't go anymore because you drank too much. Bam, you're right back up. Yep. You're right back up. The party's still going. That's what it's for. So, like I told you, however, like I told you, my problem with this song is that there's so much where they're trying to give you some sort of insight. If you've ever been around this stuff, this is not really insight. This is just right in your face. Right. It's right there. There's no real insight. And, yeah, on top of it, here's two situations where, hey, sounds like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tim Meadows was right. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired, but I, yeah. I want to ride on. Like, yeah. let's go. Okay. Okay, let's go. Oh, the party can go for another let's couple go, hours? Let's go. Sure. The J.J. Kale version, if you want to run. Okay, there you go. When your day is done, want to run cocaine. Okay. The, the Eric Clapton version, he changed it. To ride on. Right. Suggesting that cocaine would be used to continue on someone's day with speed. Oh, yeah. After a long, hard day. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this verse in particular, if the first verse could be seen at all as a possibility of anti-drug, right. this is just basically telling you, like, hey, man, if you've got, if, if it's a bummer day, right. do cocaine. Long day, you still want to hang out, do cocaine. This went, This is where cocaine went to the marketing firm. And now all of a sudden has been painted. Oh, well, this is, you know, hey, all your problems are solved. Right. Yeah. Um, She don't lie. She don't lie. She don't lie. Cocaine. No lie in that verse. No. Um, This is from the uh, John, I'm sorry, the J.J. Kale lyrics of cocaine. Kale personifies the drug as a woman. She doesn't lie because we all know the nature of the beast, so to speak. She's fun, but she can definitely be an addicting impetus for self-destruction this maxim is obvious to users who make the conscious choice to consume this quote illicit illicit and quote substance right um so yeah i it's kind of a weird way to say it um yeah but you know it's like she don't lie okay but i mean there are tons of people who fall in you know to you know who get into the pratfalls of doing drugs you know, knowing the possibility, but a lot of people thinking that they're so what you're saying. And there are people who do cocaine and don't get addicted. I know I shouldn't say a lot. There are people who do cocaine and don't get uh, yeah. that, you know, addiction. Oh, yes. That Tons level of, of addiction. Tons of them. I can't tell you how many we, we call them weekend warriors. Right. Because you'd get off work on Friday, you'd buy an eight ball and you'd stay up the whole weekend drinking, not right. go to bed, party. But then come Monday, you put it down, you go to work. Me, unfortunately, not one of those people. You were, I go, I go, and I go, and I go until I hit a wall. You were who, who uh, Dennis uh, Dennis Leary described. Hey, guys, yeah. let's get an eight ball. It'll last us all weekend. Four hours later. Hey, let's get another eight ball. Let's get another eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, then we have a long guitar solo. Yes. Not the greatest guitar solo, in my opinion, either. No, not it's not. Worst. It's not. It's okay. I'm not a fan of it. I just, yeah. it's not one of the better ones. He's done so much better you know, uh, in my opinion, like you just said, lay down Sally. Holy shit. Much better in my opinion. I think. Yeah. I mean, there are loads of yeah. songs where, you know, he's done. We were discussing, we'll discuss it at the end. Other things that he's been involved with that I think were really great. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, look, I, I know a lot of people have given him a hard time and like to kind of write him off for whatever reason, other than the fact that he's been a racist piece of garbage in the past and stuff. But I mean, he's definitely paid a lot of, respects to 
amazing blues musicians. He did. Who have like played with him and who he have did. sung his praises. What was the thing you were talking we about? Were, we were yeah. talking yeah. about BB uh, King. King riding with the King. Yeah. I really enjoy that record. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if your thing is gone. <laughs> okay. If what you ever thing? If, now stop. If you ever if you ever <laughs> now let's just stop right here, okay? If you ever I know where you're going with if this. you ever wake up and your fucking penis is missing, you should one hundred percent go out and do cocaine because you know what? The, the the worst has already happened to you. Yeah. That I, I just want to throw that. What out a jump there. we've made! It's like I just if wanna... you've gotten bad news and things are kind of sucky. If your dick's gone, just go do like, it. What? Just do so it. It's, just might as well do it. Just yeah. Um. So this is. I'm looking at the JJ Keel version. It says if your thing is gone and you want to ride on. Is I, the one that um, I have? I think is close to it, and it is your thing is gone. Yeah, and you um, ride if, on. So the Eric Clapton version: If your day is gone, okay, and you want to ride on, all right, cocaine. So well, that makes more sense now, don't it? it does. <laughs> yeah, especially for Eric. I think Eric Clapton was like, "I'm just going to brush this up a little bit." <laughs> exactly. Did JJ Kale lose his penis in an accident? Can I, we find? Can we find an article about I, this? I, I, I looked it up a little bit. I didn't see anything. I don't think so. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Good. Think so. I got concerned there for a second. Yeah, I think maybe he's talking about like your mojo. Get your mojo. Yeah, working. your mojo's gone. So why didn't he just say mojo? <laughs> it's a very good question. <laughs> um. And you want to write on cocaine. Mm-hmm. Don't forget this fact. You can't get it back. Your penis? Cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's not. not. Yeah. This is, I guess you would have to say, is a pretty anti-drug message. Uh, yeah, um, at this point, they've... they've they're, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. But at the very most, it, when you encapsulate the whole song together, she don't lie, she don't lie, mm-hmm. she don't lie. Cocaine. cocaine. Uh, and those are all the lyrics. Um, at this point, you're kind of going, "Well, flip a coin." Like, <laughs> yeah, some of the, like you're you've given a couple of really positive arguments about why I should maybe do cocaine. I think I want to yeah. try it. Like, uh. Uh, well, I don't want to do it all the time, but if my day is done and I want to ride on, cocaine. Yeah. yeah, somebody told me that the party uh, can go on for longer if you do this. Someone stuff. gave me, John. Someone gave me some really bad news, and I want to shake the blues. You should do some blow, man. Some booger sugar. There you go. Okay. Well, just, just for a this. couple. You, you know now, what I mean? Yeah. If you can handle your high, by all means, do it. When I have good news, no cocaine. If I get bad news, cocaine. 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 Yeah. yeah. And uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, I can stop after that. You can't get it back. I mean, I mean, I guess maybe you can't. I I don't know that he would say that he would go back and change. It's, if you told him your drug use that helped whether you want to admit it or not facilitate the Derek and the Domino's record. Mm-hmm. You can take that back, but you have to take the music back. I don't think he would. I take don't, it think, back. So I don't think he would take it back either. We were having a little bit of this discussion, you know, like Birdland, Charlie Parker. They said oh. that he, that he recorded it in the throes of a massive, massive heroin addiction. So much heroin and jazz. At the so time. much heroin and jazz at the time. So many albums that were done, you know, with the aid. I don't want to say the aid, but under the influence, under the influence of, yeah. of some sort of drug, you know, of, of something. You know, a lot of people go out there. It's funny. A lot of people go out there and they reference uh, Dark Side of the Moon funny thing is they were completely stone cold fucking sober when yeah. they did that record however in all the times in between you know they were doing everything else you know there's would you take them back well look no it's a, no it's you a, wouldn't it's a common discussion on 
you know, art and drugs and and the the combination of the two and how they facilitate each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that unfortunately a lot of better a lot of art is made and is made better because of drug use in certain situations. It is. That's not to say that and I will Seth, you and I are both huge Silver Jews fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I was You're heavily affected when yeah. Fuck, uh, David Berman killed himself. Yeah. And, you know, when he got clean mm. after trying to commit suicide. Please don't say this. Don't, don't, don't vocalize this. Well, I mean. I don't like thinking it. I really don't. Neither do I. Yeah. But, I mean, the music he made after he got clean mm. was not as honest and was not as good as the music he made before. Now, that's not to say it couldn't have been. But something there happened. And there is, I think it's pretty hard to say that those albums would have gotten made if he was just stone sober. Yeah. Now, I mean, I would rather have him alive and not doing drugs. And And making music I don't prefer. Can I just say I would rather Purple Mountains just have not been made. Right. Have not been made at all. Right. You know. So, you know, it's like... I think, you know, I'm I'm glad that people get clean and live longer. Yes. But there is so much good music that has made, been made. And, I mean, we've all may or may not have had different experiences with alcohol or drug use. But it definitely puts you in a state of mind that you it's harder for you to be in when you're sober. Yeah. And it opens yourself up to whatever it is. I have been there when music was created on drugs. Yeah. That was just incredible and wouldn't have happened if it hadn't if they hadn't have been there. Exactly. It's just that's a fact. That's just a fact. Yeah. When you when you look at it, you know, right there and you look at it at that space and time and you live in that moment, it's a fucking beautiful thing. Yeah. When you attach it to the big picture, it fucking hurts. Yes. It hurts. Absolutely. There's no sense. No, and no I mean that's just it. it. Like it's kind of like <clears throat> it's kind of like a canary in the coal mine. Like you you hope that you can get in and get back out and if you can then it's best for everyone yeah you know what i mean uh you know i think a lot of people have had great experiences drunk or stoned or tripping or whatever and have been able to come out of it alive and been able to sober up afterward Mm -hmm. absolutely there have been other people that haven't been so lucky and almost lost out you know my my stance on drugs is this. Uh, this month, I'm six years clean of hard drugs. Good. Congratulations. Um, if you are able to handle drugs, and I'm talking cocaine, heroin, pills, mushrooms, LSD, marijuana, if you're one of those per- people who know when to stop, don't have an addictive personality, I strongly urge you to go out there and experiment hmm. and try everything. There's a lot of really cool experiences that can be happen on drugs even scary hard ones like cocaine and heroin just you know watch yourself or have someone watch you have a friend have a buddy system in place right you know i don't think that drugs are necessarily a bad thing i think it's people who can't handle their drugs like myself right that's the bad thing or why they're doing them. Or why they're Which is they're why, doing like, them. I specifically exactly. won't even drink. If I'm sad, I will never drink because I'm sad. Good. I've, like, made a personal, yeah. like, decision Good. to be, like, if I'm depressed, if I'm going through a breakup, if I'm going through something like that, right. I will not drink. 
I'll drink if I'm in a good mood and if I'm happy or if I'm in like a decent mood or whatever. Right. But I'll never drink as an escape. You, you know? know that my, that I've quit. I quit drinking, but I'm not a teetotaler. You know, I believe right. people should drink. I have a great time. I quit drinking. Um, you know, almost ten years ago now. Jeez. Um, yeah, I know it's not crazy, especially yeah. knowing me before. <laughs> but I've made a promise that now I will only drink if I'm naked in an empty bathtub. Yeah, that's and, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's those things crabs, have to right? line Was up. It blue crab. It's blue crabs. Yeah. yeah, it has to. They all have to line up perfectly in order for that to happen. Yeah. So, I have a bottle yeah. of scotch just waiting for you if that ever happens. Really? Oh man. Blue crabs, empty. You have a bathtub. All right. <laughs> well, this I've seen it. Let's get it together. <laughs> I've, I've seen it. You're gonna film it. You're gonna... Um, and that, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're out. I'm ready. I'm ready. So, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's JJ Kale slash yeah, Eric who's great, who's awesome, who's, who's really really good. JJ Kale for part of the Tulsa Sound. Go out and listen to him. Not to be confused with John Kale. Yes, of the Velvet always, Underground. Why he's always confused the two. <laughs> who, is go lots, listen to John Cale. Yeah, go lots listen to drugs. Velvet Underground. Yeah. Lots of drugs. Lots there. Of go drugs. listen to the song yeah. Heroin by, by <laughs> the Velvet Underground. I wonder what that, what, what's that song about. Are we going to talk about that one next? Um, it's an anti-heroin song. It's yeah. a heroin song. <laughs> it's about yeah. eating ice cream. It's my wife and it's my life. <laughs> um, any other closing thoughts here uh, from our local cocaine expert? <laughs> local cocaine expert. <laughs> if you're going to do drugs. Be safe about it. Be smart about it. And if you have a problem, get help. But that's... yeah, I think if you have to hide it, then I, that's I, the beginning of an issue. Can I come from the other end here on this one, please? Um, <laughs> Nancy from, Reagan. From a person... Yeah, kind yeah, of. Exactly. You, yeah, I see, I've seen enough collateral damage at this point to go just ahead. say maybe you should just avoid it. Just uh, maybe not. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. just don't do it. Yeah, maybe just don't do it. Yeah, I think I'm more mm. on John's side, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's really about knowing yourself and self-accountability, and a lot of people are very bad at that. Fair so I enough. Think at the yeah. end of the day, if, yeah, uh, this message goes out to people that are over 25. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think at the end of the day, I, I agree with Seth because I know the human condition and how it can be, but... Yes, if you if you can let people around you know what you are and aren't doing, so you're hold, so you're holding yourself accountable, and other people are holding you accountable, yeah. then great. Um, if you find yourself like hiding stuff because you can't let anybody know, <laughs> blah 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 blah. Yeah, if you're keeping secrets, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're like, I don't want anybody to know that. It's immediately a red flag. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it starts not good. John. Thank Mark. you so much. Thank you yeah, guys thank so you much. For this being was here. so much fun. I I am so honored and humble that you guys had me on here. I'm glad you hope, were, you really did bring some insight yeah. that we didn't have. I definitely hope, hope to come on again as a guest if this is going to be a regular thing where you guys have a guest. Uh, there are people we want I, to have people back. I'd yeah, love to come on. Indeed. Um, I got a song suggestion. I'll say it after we're done recording. No, no, say it now. Oh. Okay, please w- tell us one of my favorite songs of all time is a song called Tyler. By a band called the Toadies. And if you oh. want to talk about fucked up mm-hmm. lyrics, okay. this is the Mount Rushmore. Forget <laughs> everything you guys have talked about on the creepy scale so far. We've this song takes the cake. Possum had, Kingdom by the Toadies is another one that is, is pretty a, high up there on the creep factor. Yeah, it's yeah, there hilarious. are lots of it. I, do, I really. recognize that. But we have I know you say that this is the Mount Rushmore, but we've had 
We've had some Everest, some K2s, oh, yeah. some Mount McKinley's on oh, here yeah. so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's saying a lot. It is. This song is deeply disturbing, and it's one of my favorites, and I love it. All right, and well, then it's reserved live, for you. It's one of their big, big songs that they play. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, yeah. Can, I, can I plug my podcast for Sure, please. I have a podcast called Brothers from Other Mothers with uh, three of my friends that I do. You can find it on YouTube, Spotify. You do those friends? We do each other we film it and some youtube lets us get away with blue crabs involved uh so yeah check that out if you're interested if it's not your thing it's not but just want to give it a plug while i will be listening i didn't know about it i would i do now if you if you get offended by words or jokes please don't listen to it just save yourself time but yeah if you like to laugh and you got lighthearted, empty head come on down Uh, thank Seth. you guys so much. Oh yeah, thank, thank you. you, Seth. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yes, I want to plug our uh, our uh, our Facebook page, Lyrics to Go Podcast, mm. on the Facebook page. If you have any song suggestions, like what Mister John just gave us right there, please go to Lyrics to Go Pod at Gmail dot com. Please come there and leave some suggestions. Tell us what you think about the show. Go on the Facebook page. Talk about some bad lyrics that you've heard to songs or questionable at best. Talk about uh, that guy that annoyed you that used to sing the song from years ago so we can all shit on that guy or that girl. Please, please tell your friends. Tell two friends. Let's get this uh, Lyrics to Go podcast train a-chugging just along. Creep factor of this. Train across the water. <laughs> um, creep factor on this one. Uh, low. Very low. low. Two. Yeah. Yeah, I would say two. It's two. Yeah, somewhere two around or three. two. Two or three tops. Referring to cocaine as a woman, I guess, is a little bit weird. But, but it's, yeah. I want to bring it really creepy next week, though. Oh, no. What are we oh. going to do? I want to do 17 by Winger. This is. Oh, yeah. This oh, is, yeah. This is going to be this is going to be a stinker. Her daddy says she's too young, but she's old enough for me. Oh, Kip Winger. Yeah, it's. um. Do you know what? Here. Can I just say it now? I'm going to say it. It's, it should go in the episode, but I'm going to say it now. The way I want to remember Chris Kip Winger for the rest of my life is in the Metallica video for uh, Sad But True. No, not Sad But True. Wherever I May Roam, which where they put kip winger's picture on a dartboard mm-hmm. and you can see laws taking the darts out of the out of kip winger's face the only cool thing he's done since yeah. playing drums on the black album is to put kip winger's face the black on a dartboard um yeah uh I, when i think of winger i think of stewart stewart your neighbor Zip-Bot. from abuse and butthead wearing a winger shirt yes to show you how stewart has got diarrhea right now. True, true story. I swear to God, jokes. my uncle on my mother's side of the family co-wrote a song with him. No, and he's actually credited on one of the albums. No, I would have been like, remember, don't put my name on. I it, don't please. remember which one it is, but my uncle out in California, way back in the day, co-wrote one of Winger's songs. It wasn't I think, seventeen, was it? I, was, I, hope, I hope not. Yeah. You need yeah. immediately need to get in protective child service. ACF should be called. Um, well, we're going to find that out, and we're yeah. going to find out all about how just how awful. I don't. Seventeen was <sighs> a very big song. If you're a little younger, it may have you may have missed it, but it's been brought up enough. Um, this, the lyrics are just Watch absolutely the sleazy. Watch the, the music video, video is please. so unbelievably oh, laughable. The song sounds sleazy, and the lyrics are even worse. He, so. he shakes his little tushy oh. on the catwalk well, it's, <laughs> on that video, man. It's, it's winger. Really, I mean, it is. Yeah. It is winger. You're right. It's winger. Uh, yeah, it's winger. Uh, it's like smelling an onion. Yeah, it's winger. It's winger. Uh, <laughs> you know, from the a, makers of me comes. Eh. <laughs> 
So listen to Winger just probably one time, and uh, we will be here next Friday. Thanks for listening. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>